well all right ladies and gentlemen it's another the beginning of another weekend because friday technically it's uh, always the beginning of every weekend in most places in the world uh, we get to relax and you know prepare for the next week ahead of us ladies and gentlemen welcome to another session of the intruder uh i'm your host i'm brave boy or dr lee uh so today we were meant to discuss about um a continuation of um NSAS, uh, the the uh, series on police brutality the second segment which is uh police brutality in nigeria the NSAS protest in nigeria 2020 but then um we couldn't um complete uh, our last uh the the first segment that was uh black lives matters so we had to get our uh guest our usual expert on um u.s politics to answer some questions we penned down in the last uh episode we were discussing about black side matter so um we had to ask some questions and most importantly the last time our guest was here he was discussing with us about um the acquittal process president uh, the the impeachment process trial sorry of president trump and how we expect it to be and uh, how optimistic we should be maybe we would be um impeached or not and uh fortunately for us before we get together to discuss this new topic we had already seen the uh the impeachment process and um we had a result for the impeachment process so we had to ask our guest at least we had to ask him as the first question he gets to answer for this episode so here are the answers we couldn't get him in uh, our usual uh, question answer session so we had to give him the questions and tell him to send the recording of the answers uh we're sorry for that and um, we hope that hopefully in the subsequent times we would be getting questions more out of our guests so listening to the questions where we get to ask him about the impeachment process of president donald trump of the united states and a lot of things about police brutality especially black lives matter in the united states our guest Theophilus henry silas an expert and analyst of uh, u.s politics would be answering this question let's hear a little bit of what he has to say All right, so um, for questions bordering on the impeachment trial of um, Donald Trump and his acquittal, I mean, I do not necessarily think I would call it an acquittal, right? I know that if we follow constitutional definition of um, acquittal of impeachment, yes. But, I mean, if you look at the historic nature of the votes that took place, right, this was the first time, technically second time, that members of the impeached president's party voted to find them guilty to be precise several members the first time it ever happened was with a single senator in the last donald trump impeachment in 2020 right and then this time around we see seven senators right i think that kind of was the takeaway for me in all impeachment trial past never has the members of the president's party voted to actually remove or disqualify them but this time around we saw several members breaking with their party 
right? And I think um, it was not surprising for three reasons. One is that impeachment is generally not something that is easily done. But point of correction, not impeachment, rather um, conviction, right? Because the requirement of 66 senators is a very high bar to meet, right? Higher than what they even require for legislation, which is a 60 senator threshold. So the possibilities of having so many senators break off with their party to vote against the president is not really something that would happen. So on that question, I don't think I would say it was surprising. It was more expected. I think what was more surprising to me was the number of senators, of Republican senators, that broke with the Republican Party to find him guilty. Right? Um, now, police brutality. Um, police brutality, now that's a very interesting question. I think police brutality is a worldwide concept. I mean, if we look at the world right now, we're seeing police brutality in so many places. The Hong Kong protests, where they've basically stopped short of, and I mean, they have killed members of the protest, but they have used every means possible to detract the protesters. Sorry for that. Um, if you look at the NSAS protest in Nigeria, right? That has been another case of police brutality going to extremes. If we look at um, the Myanmar situation ongoing, where the military is using a, the police as a tool of oppression, right? So police brutality is not just limited to the U.S. Now, in the U.S., yes, police brutality reasonable can be said to be a racial issue. But then, I mean, most of the times, I am always a fan of examining each case by its merits right like okay if you see a pattern yes you can observe the pattern but in each case you should hear the merits of the case to decide if it was wrong or right right so i would say yes the pattern historically has been a racial affair but then we cannot generalize that the police is always racist even though it has shown that history we can accept the history but always judge its case by its merit, right? And um, if we talk about police, police, sorry, excuse me, I don't know what's wrong, but if we talk about police brutality, and if it's alien to the US prior to um, the 2020 election, I would say I disagree with that because I mean, Martin Luther King speaks all for himself, Malcolm X speaks all for himself. These are history of police brutality with the black community right so like i said historically we've seen it i mean if we see trayvon martin it speaks for itself there's so much history on police brutality with the black community and well just police brutality prior to 2020 i mean if you want to look at outside the black community you can talk about the lgbt community the 1970 process the stonewall riots we've seen this repeat repeatedly right um so i do not necessarily think i'll say it's alien to u.s history
now on the question on the handling of the protest by the trump administration i think it was disastrous and i would advise anyone that wants to get a full appreciation of the facts to watch the impeachment trial presentation by the impeachment managers right it shows a detailed account of how lax donald trump was in putting a stop to it i mean i don't see how you tweet out remain peaceful when they've already turned violent i do not see how you send out a video saying you are very special we love you to people who have attacked beaten up the police threatened to kill your vice president threatened to kill the speaker of the house of representatives threatened elected members of an equal branch of government so that was just a disastrous response even when the national guard was approved it wasn't approved by donald trump it was approved by the vice president so i mean if we talk about trump himself he was a disaster now the administration there are some members that i'll say did okay but that is really a difficult answer to give and like i said there has to be a fuller appreciation of facts and context for that right but i think in terms of trump isolated it was a very disastrous handling of the process i think you have to give kudos to certain members like the secretary of the army which is not necessarily a partisan position I mean, we have to give respect to the vice president too as well, the former vice president, because um, he did his best and I respect that, right? So, yes, like I said, there are people that you can handpick that, yes, they did a great job, but overall, I think it was a disastrous handling and ultimately it all comes down on the former president. Um, well... A review of the performance on Biden um, relating to racial discrimination. Now, um, I don't know if you're asking for this within the context of him being the president or in his years of political career, but in his years of political career, Biden has had issues with racism, right? Not like he was racist, but like, for example, the 1993-1994 crime bill which although did not directly intend to be racist had a racist after effect right so um biden i think is somebody that tries his best right and well so far i've not really seen um much on his policies on the back community i mean his appointment so far has have so far has been great i mean appointing a black um, united nations um his black united nations representative from the u.s um appointing several members of his cabinet to be black right like for example his secretary of defense um she's advisor on white house matters so many things right so in terms of appointment he has tried but in terms of policy we are yet to see i mean and his tone on certain things racial justice has been good since the campaign but i mean we're yet to see a lot like i say we're still in the first two 
months of his administration so we can't really give him an a or a b or, a, or c or even an f on anything yet i mean i think the only thing so far that i'll just comment on would be his handling of the coronavirus which has been superb right look at the rates at which um vaccines are being distributed but aside anything else i don't think we really give serious comments that would be definitive right now we have to wait and see more of what he has to offer in the future That was Steel Plus Henry Silas, an expert and analyst on US politics, where he was answering um, questions based on uh, police brutality. And of course, the first answer he gave was about uh, the issue of uh, the impeachment trial of uh, former President Donald Trump. Uh, thank you very much for listening to today's session, and uh, we have more in stock for us on police brutality and matters relating to it. Joining us next week, we'll be having experts who will be discussing legal. Uh, uh, issues that surround uh, police brutality and protests and things like that. Stay tuned, st- keep enjoying. Don't forget to follow us on our Twitter handle at the intruders, T H E underscore I N T R U D R S S, and uh, on my personal Facebook and Instagram account at Ali Alatuboson or at uh, I am Dockley. Thank you very much for joining us on today's episode. Uh, Till next time, peace.